Alright, three, two, one. How's it going everybody and welcome back to Nerd Stuff with Ian 2.0 podcast. And as always, I'm your host Ian. And today's episode, we're going to continue on where we left off with Venom. And we're going to talk about Venom Volume 5, but does be Volume 6, Venom Beyond. And this is probably my favorite arc that Donny Cates did. And this is just a fun story from start to from start to finish. So after the events of Venom Island, you know, Eddie and Dylan, they finally managed to defeat, you know, the Carnage symbiote, so he's gone for good. And Eddie kinda is now you know, feeling like he's normal again. And feeling as though, you know, he can kind of have a normal life. Him and Dylan don't have to be worried about their lives. And, you know, Eddie did have to tell the Avengers about the incoming, or the impending, you know, assault from Noel, the King in Black. But Eddie kind of feels like he might be able to kind of just get back into being the just neighborhood hero. You know, not doing anything crazy, not battling crazy stuff. And, you know, Eddie's out with Dylan. And Eddie runs across a guy that's being chased down. Or, I guess, a guy that's running away being a villain, I should say. And Eddie ends up, you know, taking the guy, becomes Venom. And just kind of being a little bit of a lethal protector. Not killing the guy, but, you know... Feeling like he's back to normal. You know, he's happy with everything else. So he meets back up with Dylan. And they decide they're going to go visit the Maker. Because they haven't talked to him in a while. And it seems as though there's probably some new things that's probably going on with him. So they decide, why not go meet up with him? So, Eddie and Dylan, of course, being who they are. They go and find the Maker. Now, for people who are kind of curious, who haven't, don't remember who the Maker is, the Maker actually is the Ultimate Universe version of Reed Richards. And that Reed Richards very much became a supervillain of the Ultimate Universe because his Doctor Doom was the one that managed to stop the Marvel Zombies and it haunted Reed and Reed felt like a failure and Reed just decided to become this crazy giant supervillain it, it was a whole thing. It was trying to do something completely different. And, I mean, the character's cool. And it's interesting to see an evil read. But it definitely makes things more interesting. So as Eddie and Dylan are there, Eddie's like, something doesn't feel right. So, of course, Eddie begins his battle. with Eddie finds out, I should say, that the Maker's actually been taken over by a symbiote. So that during the whole absolute carnage, you know, event, you know, the maker ended up getting himself taken over by a symbiote or one of his symbiotes he's been creating. And his idea is to, you know, more or less bring more symbiotes into their world. Eddie goes to stop him because Eddie's like, well, I'm not going to let this happen. While that's going on, a new villain called Virus flies in and he's geared up with every bit of symbiote fighting gear he can. He's firing rockets, he's hitting sonic blasts, he's doing whatever he can. And this interdimensional portal that the Maker's created, that he's going to try and you know bring the symbiotes through, also go find his universe, which is the Ultimate Universe. 
they all end up, you know, getting blasted. And seemingly, the Maker ends up back in the old Ultimate Universe, which was six, which is universe designated 1610. Now, we don't know what happened, or we don't know where Eddie and Dylan end up at, but to answer this one for you guys real quick, they do not end up in the same dimension, or the same Earth. They end up on another Earth that has seemingly been overrun by Null. So, before I kind of jump into everything else, the Maker has found the Ultimate Universe. A lot of people thought after the big event that Marvel did called Secret Wars that the Ultimate Universe was gone. You know, Galactus, when he got transported over to the Ultimate Universe, he or he yeah, to the Ultimate Universe, he destroyed that universe, and then when Secret Wars was happening, everything collided. You know, all the universes got destroyed. Kind of find out that's not entirely true. And uh, for, I guess, to kind of explain that, realistically, it's not unsurprising on to hear that. Uh, for people who are kind of curious, Marvel for a while did not do Fantastic Four comics. The only two characters they had left of the Fantastic Four is Human Torch and The Thing, and they kind of mixed them around everywhere. So... When the Fantastic Four finally returned, you found out that Franklin Richard more or less used up all of his ability, which pretty much made him a god, more or less. He can create plants, do whatever, but he exhausted a lot of his power. And in doing so, I, at least for me, I can, you, at least how I looked at it as, Franklin recreated the Ultimate Universe. And the maker, aka Ultimate Reed, he found it. So now, he's going to try and, you know, do what he wants with his universe. He's excited because he's been wanting to go back. You know, he didn't care for the main timeline. And it's a fun thing for Donny Cates because, realistically, he can show the Ultimate Universe isn't gone. And it's something that a lot of fans who really enjoyed the Ultimate Universe have been kind of wanting again. It was one of those things where when it ended, because I believe the Ultimate Universe ended in officially 2015. And it was something that realistically, a lot of people felt like it took its course. A lot of crazy decisions from writers. A lot of characters died. It, it was a lot. Now, in a lot of ways, with Donny Cates and new writers they might actually kind of have some more fun and might actually fix a lot of the errors that were originally done. But as of right now, there really hasn't been too much on this front of Ultimate Universe. Now, there has been references to characters, but there's not been a full-blown, like, people are going back to the Ultimate Universe, if that makes any sense. But I wanted to explain that. Uh, I know it probably wasn't the best explanation, because everyone's probably like, well, how did Franklin Richards, you know, have these godlike powers? Franklin Richards is a mutant. End of the point blank period. His parents are Reed and Susan Richards. Franklin was a Franklin was the first child of the Fantastic Four. He was born a mutant. It, he's had a whole crazy history. And the maker, just a very evil Reed, who his game plan is he wants to 
recreate his universe or bring back his universe to its prominence as well as get to the council reads and we'll talk about that in a later podcast but let's kind of get back into uh venom venom beyond we'll get back into it so of course now in this universe it's been overrun by nowhere seemingly looks like it you find out that a lot of the heroes they're controlled by symbiotes and that more or less this is could potentially be what Null could do to the universe. And it very much freaks Eddie out and freaks Dylan out. And they start going on the run. You know, they're coming across to Venomize Cap, Venomize Iron Man, all these heroes. And, I mean, they're they're doing their best to battle them off. But it they're not getting much, too much, I'd say, too much ground and they have to retreat. Well, in doing so, when they retreat, they run across... Another Venom, they run across a Spider-Man in a Venom costume, a dead and a Deadpool. I think I think it was just those three, if I recall. Cause I think those are the main three. And very much when Venom confronts this other Venom, he finds out that that Venom's actually his ex-wife, Annie. Now, for people who are kind of curious about the history of Annie, she is the mom of Dylan. Eddie and Annie, they had a fling. Eddie got married to to Annie, but Annie never felt like the Venom symbiote in the life would ever be something that could truly be something safe for their child. So that's why Annie gave away their child, Dylan, to the grandfather to kind of keep Dylan protected. And, you know, this universe's Annie isn't like that. But the difference is, her Eddie actually died. So instead of Annie dying, Eddie died in their universe. And this Annie very much has something, a bigger secret that's going on. So, what you, the main bad guy you think is... No, it's actually not Noel. He is essentially Dylan, but in an alternate universe form, full-blown with the symbiote-controlling powers that he has, and he truly controls all symbiotes. And it showcases how powerful Dylan could be. And it's one of the regrets Annie has, is she wished she could have reached her son to prevent him from going bad. You know, she that's what she wished. So, of course, Annie and Eddie, they kind of have a little bit of a fling to each other because they're, in a lot of ways, they're bonding over the loss of the other one. Even though they realize they're not the same person, they do have a bond there. And while Eddie and Annie and Annie's team were kind of planning, a, planning a, more or less an assault to try and stop this alternate universe version of Dylan, you have Virus, who has been realistically going after the symbiotes, he gets wrecked pretty badly. He does, man, he's the guy that really kind of helps out 
Eddie and his son Dylan, but not due to him willingly doing it, but due to him the fact that he hates symbiote costumes. Well, you find out that the person behind the virus costume is actually the is actually Scorpion. And you find out that during Absolute Carnage, when Scorpion Scorpion was one of the guys that originally was taken over by the Venom costume. He had had an original Venom suit, and of course, Cleese Cassie wanted, you know, Scorpion's, I guess, symbiote DNA. That's what his game plan was. And Eddie never helped out Scorpion, so of course, Scorpion held a vendetta. Because to him, Eddie let himself, Eddie let Scorpion get taken over by symbiotes, let him get assaulted, all these bad things happen. And to him, his only way to get back at Venom is to kill him. And he got an Iron Man armor to do it, more or less. And when Scorpion tried to use the same weapons on stuff against symbiotes, particularly against the alternate version of Dylan. Dylan just wrecks him and then throws a symbiote on him. Goes like, you're not worth it, but you might have information for me. So, of course, Eddie, Dylan, Annie, Spider-Man, Deadpool, they pretty much do their, you know, last assault. Because they don't really have much left. And realistically... They need to stop Dylan. They need to find a way to kind of change him back to the way he was. And Dylan's recognizing, at least the main Marvel Universe, Dylan's recognizing like he can control these symbiotes too. You know, if, if the his alternate version can, he can too. He's slowly shown his abilities to it, but he hasn't fully let them go yet. So, of course, Eddie... Annie and the rest of the squad, they go and they assault alternate Dylan, alternate, this alternate universe is Dylan's parent fortress, and they actually manage to defeat all symbiotes. It does, you do lose Deadpool on the way, and it just, it's a crazy battle, but they are able to finally overcome Ultra Universe Dylan and reach out to reach him and kind of get him to stop this. Kind of let things kind of go back to normal. Let show that realistically there is good in Dylan. And it was a story. And the overall story and ideas show that Dylan can go good or bad. But even if he goes bad, there's still, as long as he has his mom and his dad, his heart or one of them, there's a way to bring him back to remind him of being good. And. Eddie kind of takes advantage of that after the fact. After they manage to beat this ultimate version of Dylan, you know, Eddie and Dylan stay around for a while. You know, they do keep Scorpion and lock up for a little bit till they want to go back, but they stay around in this alternate universe for a little bit. They let, for I think about a year, they let Dylan kind of get the experience of having Annie as a mom and having both Eddie and Annie together, you know, being in love and kind of giving both versions of Dylan kind of a, you know, a family. Something that both of them really wanted. Without really being told that's what they really should have. 
something that realistically helped them out. And it definitely gave Eddie closure towards what happened. It helped Annie get closure to what happened to, De- to Eddie who committed suicide in their universe. And to me, I thought it was a nice story. It was a good one because it was kind of just like Venom Island. It was super action-packed. But to me, Venom Beyond, I feel like, opened up a lot of different doors and showed a lot of different things that I think for fans of like alternate universe and fans of like alternate universes really could appreciate. And that's realistically what Donny Cates kind of gave him, gave you in this arc with Venom Beyond. You know, he gave you all intents and purposes his finale, his, you know, second to last chapter to his finale, because his finale is King in Black, which that's the next volume we'll talk about. Talk about. But Eddie and Dylan do both leave along with Scorpion. They do go back to their main universe. Now, they're not able to find the Maker, because as I told you guys earlier, the Maker is in the Ultimate Universe. He's also trying to find the Council of Reeds. He's trying to do his own thing. And Eddie and Dylan, they have they realize that seeing this alternate version of Annie and seeing like what life could have been like, it gave them some peace for a while. But now Noah's on his way and they have to stop him. And that's where we're gonna leave off for you guys. Definitely suggest for this arc, read it, read all of Donny Cates' Venom. It's so much fun to read. The artwork for this one, dude, it is just as top-notch. I think the only thing a lot of us kind of weren't, a lot of fans of Venom weren't too happy with Donny Cates about was Virus being Scorpion. But I wasn't too mad about it just because... You know, realistically, Donnie Cates kind of didn't need to create a new character. It's kind of smart for him to use Scorpion. He's somebody who had a history. A lot of people thought it was going to be Jack-O-Lantern. And the fact that they made Scorpion, Matt Gargan, and had a lot of that, it was he blamed Eddie for everything that happened to him. It just made sense. Realistically, it just made sense. So... If anything, I think that might have been the only weak point. But other than that, though, just a fantastic story. Hopefully, I didn't overload you guys with a bunch of stuff that's going on. I'm sure some of you guys are like, well, why aren't you covering the Fantastic Four for us as well? Or the other stories. Kind of wanted to finish up Venom. We are about to actually have a new writer on Venom. So, Al Ewing, who is doing Immortal Hulk... He's actually going to switch over to Venom, and Donny Cates is going to take over Hulk. So, if you're big fans of both, like I've been, definitely suggest getting on that. Once that finally happens, I think it's going to happen in August or September. All I know is it's happening soon, because I know Mortal Hulk's about to end. And Donny Cates is a busy dude. So, with that being said, thank you guys for listening. As always, you guys can find me on Anchor or Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast as well as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Comics Amino, and email and nerd stuff with Ian. And uh, you guys have a great day. Later.